0: Yes, Lord. Thank you, Mr.
1: leave for thee, come now lo Saving power. It's saving power in my weakness be my strength. Come now. It's Oh. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Leave me not to walk alone. Let your spirit go with me. spirit spirit. go with me and attend my cry. Yes. Yeah. Ah, 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 ah. Lord
0: let church say amen from the book of first Samuel. book of 1st Samuel, chapter 30. 1st Samuel, chapter 30. <clears throat> we begin reading at verse 1. Now, reading from the English Standard Version reads as follows. Now when David and his men came to Ziglag, on the third day the Amalekites had made a raid against Nijeb, against Ziglag. They had overcome Ziklag and burned it with fire and taken captive the women and all who were in it, both small and great. They killed no one, but carried them off and went their way. And when David and his men came to the city, they found it burned with fire and their wives and sons and daughters taken captive. And David and the people who were with him raised their voices and wept until they had no more strength to weep. David's two wives had been taken captive, Ahinoam and Jezreel had been taken captive, and Abigail the widow of Nabal, of Camel. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him, because all the people were bitter in soul, each for his sons and daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord, his God. Amen. But David strengthened himself in the Lord, his God. King James says David encouraged himself in the Lord. <clears throat> I, I want to talk just for a few minutes from this subject. When the cheerleaders don't show up. When the cheerleaders don't show up. This title, this message, comes from a real experience from my past. I grew up in a time when they didn't have triple leagues and triple A and quadruple A leagues. Out. They just had schools that played other schools. And back in that day, there were black schools played other black schools. One of the schools that we played from Gainesville, one of the schools that we played was Jefferson High School in Jefferson, Georgia. I remember one night, the basketball team was going to Jefferson and uh, I had the opportunity to go and attend the game. And I remember getting to the game the game had just started, and I sat down, and something was off. The team was doing all right. Uh, the other team was doing better. But something was just not right. I couldn't quite put my finger on it. Something was not right with the team. Things were just not coming together. And all at once, it just occurred to me that the cheerleaders were not in place. Later, I found out, I found out as I sat there, I found out that the bus that they were on broke down. Uh, so here we are playing a game, playing our regular basketball game, and something is missing. The cheerleaders are broke down on the side of the road. I heard Mr. Cabell, the coach, tell the boys, you're on your own tonight. <laughs> the cheerleaders are stranded. Are y'all hearing me? And that's what I want to talk about tonight. How do you play this game? How how are you motivated to go ahead and do it anyhow when your cheerleaders are not there? Are y'all hearing me? How how do you press on and, and do what it is that you know how to do and what you have been trained to do when your cheerleaders are not there? What do you do when the cheerleaders don't show up? Oh, my brothers and my sisters, how wonderful it is to be able to carry out your duties as a Christian. Especially when you have an environment of encouragement and support. How wonderful it is to do your church work and do your duty when there are cheerleaders around and there's somebody around to pat you on the back and let, are y'all hearing me? Yeah, somehow, somehow <clears throat> we're all just made like that. We do better and we go further when there is somebody around to pat us on the back. We'll just put together like that. Somehow, we we tend to do better when there is somebody there to encourage us. And encouragement, my brothers and sisters, don't take it lightly. Encouragement is so important to the body of Christ that God has especially gifted some folk in the body who have a gift of just encouragement. Oh, y'all hear him? It is listed among the spiritual gifts. And, 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 and brothers and sisters, you love to work with these folk. Don't you just love to work with folk who push you and encourage you and pat you on the back and let you know you're doing a good job? They are a pleasure to serve and a pleasure to serve with. Always a kind word. Always a pat on the back. Always a a, a, a a word of blessing. Always an acknowledgement. And thank you for all you do. It's easy. It's wonderful to work with encouragers. So much so, to be honest, that many kingdom workers have become addicted to it. And it ain't hard to do. you you sort of getting addicted to Somebody pushing you and encouraging. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, I know we talk about the addicts out on the street, but the truth is the church is full of addicts too. (laughs) Are y'all hearing me? Folk who are addicted and cannot function without somebody continually encouraging and pushing and always got to pat you on the back. Oh, the church is full of addicts. Got to always call your name. Are y'all hearing me? Got to always give you a pat on the back. Got to hand you a plaque or a certificate of some kind. Addicted to encouragement. But David, David in this text will tell you and I that while encouragement is good, While it will give you what you need to keep on going, while it will make you go further and do better, David will tell everybody up in here, don't get addicted to it. Don't get addicted to it. And the reason why is because sometimes the cheerleaders just don't show up. Sometimes encouragement just ain't there. I always wondered about that. I always wondered about that, brothers and sisters. I always wondered about that. Fault finders always show up. Critics never miss. Naysayers will always be in place, but somehow, sometimes cheerleaders just break down on the side of the road. Sometimes, my brothers and sisters, the encouragers. Just don't show up. But the lesson that David sets out to teach you and I is that sometimes you have to learn how to strengthen yourself. Sometimes you've got to learn how to go deep down in yourself. Find the encouragement that you need deep down from within. Let's look at it. Let's look at it. We know much about David, and we know much about his success. We know much about how he had a successful reign over Israel. But what we may not know is about all that he had to go through before he got there. Are y'all hearing me? Well, we may not know. We know about how great a king he was, but maybe we don't know yet what he had to go through to get there, even though he had already, watch this, he had already been anointed. You can be anointed and still struggle. (laughs) Y'all ain't hearing me. You see, although he had been anointed to be the king, the throne was not vacant. Are y'all listening to me? And, 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 and that's a word I know. That's the modern day word. You hear it everywhere. You no, know, everywhere you look, everybody is anointed. Got this anointing. Yeah, I'm just sewing. He or see, They just so anointed. But what you gotta realize is that the anointing is just part of what God does. Are y'all hearing me? Yes, God does it but that's just part of it. Anointing is one part, but then you got to understand that it's also God who appoints. <laughs> two, two pieces. He anoints and he appoints. And whoever God anoints in his own time and in accordance with his divine plan he appoints the body of Christ. He's been turned upside down by a band of what I call anointed renegades. Are y'all hearing me? Church is being turned upside down. They're all around us, upside down because of a band of anointed renegades who have been a genuine, they, they've got a genuine anointing but they could not wait on the Lord for an appointment. Amen. Folk who are truly anointed by God but, but who got so impatient that they could not wait on the appointment because of that. Rather than being a blessing to the body, they are wreaking havoc on the body. But David shows us that although you may be anointed, you have to have the wisdom and the patience to wait on the Lord for instruction. in this story, in this story, <clears throat> David's life, you're talking about David's life and he shows us that there are times when your encouragers won't be there. There are times when your encouragers won't be there and even sometimes those who have been encouragers will turn on you. Y'all ain't hearing me. Anybody ever seen the encouragers turn to critics? And, And during those times, my brothers and my sisters, You have to learn how to strengthen yourself. You have to learn how to encourage, oh, my brothers and sisters, when the cheerleaders ain't there. (laughs) You have to know how to cheer for yourself. You have to know how to encourage yourself. Let me set the stage here from the book. Young David had just killed giant Goliath. This giant who has been terrorizing all of Israel. And, and, and the word is getting around that this little boy has killed the giant. Word is out. And the women in the city, they, 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 they've even come up with a little song. They're they are praising this young boy. They've come up with a little, 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 little song. Yes, saying Saul has slain his thousands and David his ten thousands. But but, everybody is praising David for what he has done. But look at verse 8. Verse 8 starts out by saying that Saul was very angry. The king. King was very angry. Verse 9 says, and it's a strange word, but I, can, I you can just sort of tell what it means. It says, Saul eyed David. <laughs> Got his eye on him. It says, Saul eyed David from that day forward. So we find David having to run. This young anointed man is having to run for his life from his own king. The king who is envious of him, and matter of fact, yeah, this king is trying to hunt him down to take his life. The king is so eaten up with envy and with paranoia that he thinks David is trying to steal his throne. You see, my brothers and my sisters, even on a good day, everybody can't handle your anointing. I just said something right there. Everybody can't handle what God is doing in your life right now. Are you hearing me? You think, think, and if you're not confused, you think they don't like you, but it really ain't you. It's, It's your anointing. It's what God is doing in your life. They are all right with you where you are, they're all right with you as long as you don't move, but they are jealous of where the anointing is about to carry you. Let me speak to the anointed folk in the house. You have to be careful who you hang with. I'm trying to help somebody up in here. I say, when God is using you, when that is an anointing on your life, you can't just hang around with anybody. Everybody ain't happy about your anointing. David would have me to warn you don't get confused with your anointed self. Have me warn you don't get confused. It's not you that everybody's making a big uproar about. It's your anointing. God's anointing on your life makes the difference. So David He's running for his life. Running for his life. But even as he runs and hides around in caves, he's running. Look at this anointed fella running, <laughs> hiding out in caves. But even then, folk were still drawn to his anointing. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing? No matter where you find yourself, God's anointing, somehow folk will find you. You ain't got to be looking for it. Ain't got to look for somebody to lead. They'll find you. He's hiding out in caves. But somehow folk were drawn to his anointing. Chapter 22 says while he's hiding out in a cave of Abdullam, hiding out in this cave, 400 men, with their families, found him, been looking for him. They found him hiding in a cave, and they placed themselves under his leadership. Out there hiding in a cave, but he's anointed. He's running, but he's anointed, and they put themselves under his leadership. You see, my brothers and my sisters, an anointed leader, Doesn't have to hunt down followers. (laughs) Y'all ain't hearing me. An anointed leader doesn't have to hunt for followers. Followers will find him. How encouraging in times of distress. You have folk find you. Are you hearing me? While you're running, while you're afraid, while you're trying to run for your life, folk find you and say, you the man. We remember you. We remember how God used you with a giant. We remember you. Because he was on the run from the king, David allowed these men to join with him, and he, he, he put together a little renegade army of these men. Put together this is an army of soldiers, and they went around fighting. And matter of fact, what they would do, they would go and they would join along with other armies and help out other armies. Are y'all hearing me? Matter of fact, they even went and joined up and started fighting with the Philistines. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, the, the Philistines. And if you remember, go go back. Do you remember that giant that he took out? The Philistine. Yeah. He took out their leader, took out the giant, but now they're a renegade out there. They got this little, little army, and they realize how powerful he is, so they, they allow him to come and bring his little army and fight along beside them. Are y'all hearing this? They knew his reputation, they, but, but yeah, they knew how dangerous he was, but watch this they respected his anointing but then there came this time when the Philistines were were set to go to war with Israel they had a war that they were going to and the war was against Israel and the leaders of the Philistines and the leader of their army they got together and they started talking about this thing they said wait a minute now They've been, good. they've been pretty good at helping us against all the rest of these ites. But now we're going to war with Israel, their own people. And so the military strategists, they, they got together and they said, you know what? They, they've been doing a good job and it's been wonderful having them, but now we're going to fight against that people. I, I'm not sure we can trust them. To go with us to fight against their own people wouldn't be a good military move. So they said, I'll tell you what, y'all sit this one out, David. <laughs> D- David, we, we, we got a battle to fight, but this I don't, don't believe you're going to fit in this one. Y'all sit this one out. Y'all, y'all go home and rest while we fight this one. But, and, and that's what David did. David and his men went back to their camp. But what they found out was that while they were out doing battle, the Amalekites had attacked their city while they were out there fighting. The Amalekites had attacked their city, had burned their city to the ground and carried away their wives and their children. They didn't kill them. They just carried them away. In the captivity. Verse 4 says that David and his men were distraught. They were so distraught. They got there. The city is burned down. Their wives and their children have been taken away. It says they were so distraught that they cried. Grown men cried until they could not cry anymore. But then their sorrow turned to anger. All at once, their anger was turned on David, the very man that they joined up with, the, the very man that they pointed to and say, you to me. But now they turn on him. And not only did they turn on him right there in the book, they were talking about stoning David to death. Can you imagine? The same folk who used to sing your praises. The same folk who have encouraged you to keep on keeping on. The same folk who came to you and put themselves under your leadership. And now they're talking about stoning you. Are y'all hearing me? Let me, let me, let me just throw this in. I, it's in my head. I might as well go on in. 30 years ago, folk were coming out of the woodwork to apologize for and repent for Racism. Some of y'all remember. Coming out of the woodwork apologizing for racism and they, they were vowing that we're going to work with y'all and we're going to correct all of the wrongs of history and we're going to show the world that the body of Christ can stand together in unity. But now that the heat is on, y'all may hear me, now that a few lies have been told, now you find yourself fighting all by. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me. Fighting all by yourself. Don't you sort of wonder where they went? It meant you all is good and we're going to
1: pull the world together. Where did they go?
0: That's where David is. That's where David is. Not only, not, not only. Are they not helping him? They've turned on him. And even talking about destroying him. What happens when the cheerleaders don't show up? What happens when the encouragers turn to critics? What happens when there is nobody around to speak a kind word. No nope, now, they're all mad at David, but David's family is gone too. He's going through the same thing they are going through. He's just as grieved as everybody else, but nobody cares about his pain. But look at what, David does. Verse six, David encouraged himself. David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. My brothers and my sisters, it's good. When you can get somebody else around to speak a kind word. It's good when somebody around you speaks and encourages you. It's good when there's somebody around to give you the push that you need. But the truth is, my brothers and sisters, sometimes they don't show up. Sometimes you have to learn how to encourage yourself. And that's exactly what David did. He encouraged himself. But I need to point out something, lest I let you leave here half cup. Let me point out to you that he did not encourage himself in himself. Make sure you get that. Make sure you get. Don't run out of here with your fist up in the air. Don't run out of here. Y'all ain't hearing me. Don't run out of here thinking that you could. Are y'all hearing me? He did not encourage himself. In himself, the Bible says he encouraged himself in the law. Wonder if I got a witness up in here. Encourage himself in the Lord. How, how do you do that? How do you encourage yourself in the Lord? Let me just give you a couple of things and we'll go home. How do you encourage yourself? Well, one thing you can do to encourage yourself in the law, and this works, check his past performance. <laughs> you want to encourage yourself? You think about what God has already. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, my brother, it does it for me. It does it for me. When I get just a little down, I just begin to think about what God has has all, are y'all hearing me? Yeah. And when you begin to look at what God has already done, you come to realize that I've, I've been in danger before. But some way and somehow, one of I got a witness here, he brought me out. When you began to look back over your life, You began to say, I've been in impossible situations before. But each and every time the Lord stepped in, one of us got a witness here and made everything all right. One of us got anybody here that remembers that I've had to stand alone before all by myself. But every time the Lord stepped in and right on time. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, uh, if you want to encourage yourself, a good thing to do is uh, just check God's record. And if you check God's record, yes, you'll come out like the songwriter
1: sang through many dangers, toils and snares. I have already come Grace that brought me Saved us far And grace will lead me home I wonder if I got a witness in the house uh, When I go back and check, yes, uh, God's record uh, I have to say I've had uh, many tears and sorrows, yeah, I've had questions for tomorrow, there have been times that I felt like I was all alone, but in every situation, God gave me consolation, that my trials, they only come to make me strong, Yes! I wonder if I got a witness here. When I look back uh, over my life, I, I have to say through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in You. Through it all, I've learned how to depend upon His Word. Yeah. Look at David uh, encouraging himself. Yeah. But not only that, uh, you can encourage yourself, yeah. Just thinking about who he is uh, and your relationship uh,
0: with him, yeah. Listen to David, uh, looking at that relationship.
1: Uh, he says, I'm not worried, uh, are y'all hearing me? Uh, my friends are gone, uh, nobody left, yeah. My cheerleaders, are uh, they've all scattered away but the lord is my shepherd i shall not want y'all ain't hearing me everybody's gone but surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life listen david encourages himself Yeah, he says, I'm all alone, but I still have what I need to make it by. Listen to David, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom? Shall I be afraid when the wicked, even mine enemies, when they came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and they fell. Though an host will encamp against me, my heart shall not fear, though war should rise against me in this will I be confident he goes on and says in a time of trouble he will hide me in his pavilion in the secret place of his tabernacle will he hide me he will set me Upon a rock, uh, and then he closes, uh, he closes this thing out, uh, and he says, Wait, uh, y'all ain't hearing me. Wait, uh, wait on the Lord, uh, and be uh, of good courage, uh, and he, uh, oh, 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 yeah, he uh, will strengthen uh, the heart. Wait, I say. Uh, on the lord sometimes you have to encourage yourself i don't possess houses and land fine clothes and jewelry sorrows and cares in this old world my luck seems to be but i've got a christ way back in my life this makes me happy. Uh, and he's all and all this world uh, to me. Uh, encourage uh, yourself, yeah. Say it like this. Uh, like a ship uh, that's tossed uh, and driven, uh, battered uh, by an angry sea. Uh, when the storm uh, of life uh, is raging, uh, and the fury falls on me. I wonder what I have done that makes this life so hard to run. But I say to my soul, don't worry. Why? Because the Lord will. one of I got a witness here. The Lord will. one of I got a witness here. The Lord will uh, you make a way uh, somehow. Yes. 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 He made a way uh, one Friday yeah, on an orange cross. He died in my place. Uh, laid him uh, in a bowery tomb. But early, early, early. Sunday morning uh, he got up yes
2: got
0: up all power is in his hands sometimes sometimes you have to Encourage yourself. It's wonderful to have encouragers. It's wonderful to have cheerleaders. but Don't get addicted to it. Sometimes you have to encourage yourself. And today if you don't know him, I want to introduce you to an encourager. Someone who can pick up your load for you. You can't carry it by yourself. But he said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For my yoke is easy. My burden
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You will smooth your feet.
2: doesn't matter what you're going through or what you're dealing with. You got you no know, refuge that you can run to. He's not only an omnipresent God, meaning that he's all around you, but there's another word that he is an enemy of God. The Bible says it like this in Psalm 46: that he is a very present him
0: Oh yellow.
2: In the time of trouble. That no matter where you are in your life, whatever trouble is around you, you can encourage yourself. We'll mm-hmm. the king of glory. Lord we come thanking you. We come praising you. We come giving you glory for those who have come and given their lives unto you. Lord we come in the midst of sickness. We come in the midst of those who have their strength to fail. But Lord we ask now that you tell them they can encourage themselves in the Lord the Lord you are a good God you are a great God you are the God of all creation and you have nothing that stands in the way neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor things present nor things to come shall separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus we pray over them right now Lord bless our sister bless this congregation bless those in their home Lord take us Lord from this place on if we love you we'll be healed we love you we'll be touched we'll give you glory we'll give you honor for unto him who is able to keep us from falling we give him glory we give him honor in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus we pray amen and thank God amen
0: I have got
1: a feeling everything gonna be alright yeah yeah got a feeling everything go. Yeah.
0: Why don't we give God praise in his house? Why don't we just give God praise in his house? We thank God that little by little he's restoring this and he's bringing us back together. I'm just so glad to see y'all. Y'all just don't know how glad I am to see faces in the sanctuary, to see you all coming back and we're doing it thank you for thank you for just being patient thank you for being orderly and following directions uh, god is going to see all of us back uh but we just thank him for what he has done and what he is doing and the way he's doing it right now Amen. sister Janie, good to see you now, y'all bless the lord for sister Jane. <laughs> sister Janie Walker is up in church Ain't nobody mad but the devil <laughs> We just thank God For walking, living, breathing testimonies As to what God is able to do I have an announcement for Vacation Bible School But I, I'm going to ask Sister Melissa to come up here And can't nobody do this like her uh, she, she comes up with all this stuff <laughs> And she's brilliant So I want her to tell us about what Get us ready for Vacation Bible School and what we need.
3: Good afternoon, Salem. On behalf of Youth and Children's Ministry, we would like to invite you out as we set sail on the SS Salem. We will be departing from Heritage Hall, 8.30 a.m. and we will return at 12. Part of this adventure will include three class lessons where we'll stop at Ports of Call and then we will do a seaside obstacle course And we will also have a boat on shore that's going to teach us how to get some fishing done as we fish for men. We ask that you join us, and if you're not able to join us and would like to bring in donations to benefit our youth and our children, because when they leave, they leave with their book bag and their lunch as we depart from Heritage Hall. Hope to see you on July 31st at 8.30.
0: Thank you. I could have said all of that, but I couldn't say it like that. (laughs) Some things you just can't do. Amen. Amen. I want us to be in prayer with Sister Doris Jean Cooper uh, in the passing of her son, Jason. Uh, Jason is very much a part of this church, grew up in this church. Uh, and the Lord has called him home. Amen. So we want to be here for Jean, and we want to be here to celebrate his life. Uh, at this point, she is considering Saturday, but we don't know. We don't really know. Uh, we are sort of waiting on some detail. But uh, uh, we will, if you call the church office, uh, we can get detail as to how and when that service. when We will conduct those services. Amen. 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 Uh, in the spirit of safety and security, and we've done that really each Sunday, and I thank you so much for just being so obedient. When we leave, we will all leave out of this door over here, and we'll try to keep ourselves distant, and uh, we'll go out this door. We're doing all that we can to make sure that we're safe, doing all that we can to make sure that, that when we come together and the, and, and the more we come together, the more careful we'll have to be. But that's all in right, there. Uh, let me just urge, let me just urge, and all it is is an urging. Uh, everybody has to decide. You have to decide. But as your pastor, uh, let me just ask you to pray about and consider uh, getting the vaccination. Let me just ask you to pray. Just be prayerful about that. I believe that God has sent a cure. I believe that he's sent a cure. And I believe that as Christians and as children of God, we've been praying for God to send a cure. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. And I believe that when God answers prayer, <laughs> you can't sit around and say, Well, that ain't the way I wanted it. That's not, that's not the way I wanted that prayer answered you. When prayers are answered, and I understand, and please hear me, this is merely your pastor talking and making a suggestion and ask you to think. You're, you're on some medicine right now and you don't know how it's affecting you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Uh, you don't know how it's going to be affecting you 20 years from, you don't know. But you know that it's keeping you alive right now. <laughs> and so I, want, I, I just want you to be very prayerful about this. I believe that if we're not careful uh, and we're watching this thing rise up again And uh, I I just don't want, and you all have to see it from my standpoint. Uh, I've done so many funerals. I've had to be there. I've watched this thing. And I I have a different view than a lot of people. Yet I respect. Mm -hmm. I respect everybody's, you know, you have a, a will. And you have, you know, it's your responsibility to take care of yourself. So I, I respect that, and I don't want you to think that I'll ever try to override that, but as your pastor, I am strongly suggesting and asking that you would be prayerful and consider. Amen? Amen, amen. amen. This, is, this is our Sunday for celebration of the Lord's Supper. I'm going to ask now that our officers will come and join me. Come and pray for us, please. There's a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's name.
2: Heavenly Father, we come today, Lord. We come standing before this table because we realize what this table means, Lord. Lord, we come thanking you for what you did, how you shed your blood on Calvary, Lord. That we might have a right, Lord. We come thanking for every blood that was that was shed, Lord, for the remission of sin. Now, Lord, as we take this, we won't forget what you've done for us, Lord. How you save us from the darkened world, Lord, and set us on a path for righteousness. And all these things, we ask in Jesus' name. We pray, Amen.
0: teaches that on the night before Jesus was betrayed took bread and after he had given thanks says take and eat to which he took the cup says this is the new covenant the new testament in my blood take and drink ye all of it and as often as you do this you do show the Lord's death until he comes. The good news is he's coming back. Amen, amen. Yes, he died. Yes, he was buried. Yes, he got up from the grave. But the good news is he's coming back. Amen, amen. And he's coming back to gather his own. And as amen. he comes, my prayer is that he will find his church ready for his return. Amen. God bless you. God keep you Is every prayer God be with you till we meet again let us stand communion of his Holy Spirit rest rule and abide with us now henceforth and forevermore let us all say
3: There are several ways to submit your tithe and offering: online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org/give, on Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal, via the GiveLify app, by mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box eight one seven, Lilburn, Georgia three zero zero four eight